Hey there, welcome to the Just Michelle Talking Podcast. It's me, Michelle, and I'm just going to be talking today. Nothing else too exciting. Today, I wanted to share with you a life philosophy that I have had going for a really long time now called the Lifetime of Awesome. You might have seen this on my various social media accounts. I use that hashtag Lifetime of Awesome. And a couple of people have asked me, like, what, what is that all about? New people in my life have asked me what that's about. So I thought I'd share what it's all about in case you too were curious. And if you weren't, maybe it'll inspire you to change things for you. So during one of my phases of I'm boring the heck out of myself by talking about negative things all the time, I came to realization, as I've said in this podcast many times, that sometimes either you accept it or you change it. So I came to the realization that things had to change. I was spending all my time swimming around in negative misery soup. Misery soup is a very interesting place to be. It's also kind of warm and there's not a good view. So don't swim in misery soup. And I wasn't getting anywhere. I was devoting all my time and all my energy on focusing on what I didn't have and basically being a very miserable human. And I came across a quote, probably on Instagram, let's be honest here, which said, happiness is a choice. And at first I was like, that is the biggest, that's just ridiculous. That's so lame. What like stupid woo-woo crap is that? Happiness is a choice? What? I was like, people who are in third world countries who are dealing with starvation and like dysentery and rickets or something are not happy. And their situation means they can't choose happiness because there are bits of their lives which are legitimately challenging and terrible. I thought that that concept of choosing happiness was like spiritual mumbo jumbo white people bullshit that wealthy people get to indulge themselves in, right? And so, <laughs> as is typical of me, I decided to be very dafka about it. And dafka is a Hebrew word which the best explanation I can think of to explain it is like, oh my God. I get, it, it means like just because, like because I can be difficult about it or because I can be annoying about it. Like that's the best way to explain it. Like, you know when you say to a kid, it's raining cats and dogs. And the kid's like, I don't see any cats and dogs. That's a kid being dafka, right? It just means like being uh, annoying about something, right? So I decided to be dafka about this and decided to see if I could, in fact, choose happiness. Because this Instagram post told me I could, or probably Facebook, but the, you know, this post told me I could. So, you know, I want to see if it's possible. So I decided that the next morning I was going to wake up and have an awesome day. Like I was going to choose that happiness from the moment I opened my eyes. Everything about my day was going to be awesome. And so that afternoon, before I went to bed, I told everyone that tomorrow I was going to have an awesome day. I told my husband, I told my kids, I told my friends, I told the guy in the line at the supermarket. Like I was like, you people all need to know that tomorrow... I am going to have a very happy, very awesome day because I decided it was so and I am the all-knowing, all-powerful Swami of my life. <laughs> I'm talking about being Dafka, right? I'm, I'm excellent at being Dafka. Just ask my sister, uh, who I think she thinks I'm the most Dafka person that ever lived. So let me be clear, right? Like literally nothing changed between when I made that decision and the next morning, right? I, I still had the issues which were swimming around with me in that big bowl of negative 
soup, right? Lack of money, lack of love, lack of time, and the overabundance of fear and drama and worry, you know, like all the normal life stuff that sucked, still sucked, regardless. So the next morning, I woke up like I do like pretty much every morning. Sadly, overnight, I did not suddenly have the body of a supermodel. I did not suddenly have like the brain of some sort of amazing scientist or the bank account of a kajillionaire. How much money is a kajillion? I feel like it's a lot. Anyway, I didn't have that. And chocolate was still addictive and sadly had not become calorie free overnight either. So the Michelle that woke up that next morning was the still Michelle, right? Imperfect as ever, but absolutely determined to dafka the hell out of this awesome day, choose my own happiness business. I got up, I showered, I had breakfast, whatever. I got dressed and I just went about like living my normal life, right? So like... The post toast still got burned. I couldn't find where I had left my my favorite shoes the night before. You know, I still had to wait on hold music for customer service with people saying things like, your call was important to us. No, it's actually not because if it was, you would pick up the freaking phone, but that's neither here nor there. So I had a very normal day. The only difference was that every single time I found myself kind of like dipping a toe back in negativity soup, I would yank that toe right back out again and think, no, today is the day of awesome. You are not allowed to go swimming in negativity soup. Choose happiness, which is so lame, but it totally was a thing. And I got to, I probably did it a hundred times that day, to be honest, because my default setting at that point was actually a lot about being in a crappy place. So at the end of the day, like normal day, whatever. But at the end of the day, I realized that you you actually can choose happiness, which was so annoying because I wanted to be able to say it's not possible. But I actually realized that you it requires a fair amount of mental gymnastics, but it's definitely possible to choose happiness and to choose awesomeness as your default position. So no, I wasn't like bouncing off the ceiling with loads of joy and the million dollars never eventuated. And I had just, but when I, you know, when I looked back at it, I had in fact lived an awesome day. It was a relatively normal and like uneventful day, but it was still a happy one. It was still an awesome one where I didn't get to the end of the day feeling like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. I was productive and I felt pretty good about it. Kind of got to the end of the day, still smiling which was very different to the days that I'd had in the previous few weeks. So this felt like a massive win for me, right? And I also realized that having an awesome day or a happy day had nothing to do with fairies appearing and like gold coins raining down on my head. And it kind of had everything to do with just having a good day. Like it was far more basic than I kind of wanted to admit. So I reset my definition of happiness and I reset my definition of awesomeness to just having a really good, nice, productive day. It didn't mean a day of events or connectedness or incredibleness or like crazy cool shit happening. It just meant having a good day. (laughs) Really simple. And happiness doesn't need to come from super fancy, amazing things happening. Happiness just needs to come from having a good day. And that's it. Having nothing terrible happen or having nothing terrible happen that you don't feel you can handle. It can just be a day. So 
once I made it through what I then christened as the day of awesome, because I like the word awesome more than happiness, I decided that my experiment was kind of lame. <laughs> because I mean, anyone can choose to have one day where they're relatively happy, right? Because like, not much happens in a single day. And so it's like not that hard to do it once. We can all find, right, a single burst of energy on a single day to be like, hey, this day wasn't so bad. I would venture to say for most of us, most days aren't so bad. So you add this sense of like one day's kind of lame effort to my intense competitive nature and you now find yourself doing very dafka things to expand your own life experience. One thing I am exceptionally good at is challenging myself, as you've probably already figured out from this. So I decided that my, my day of awesome was going to turn into a whole week because one day is easy to achieve, but I don't know how easy it is to do this whole choose happiness thing over a whole week. So I decided to expand this to a week because I, I figured a week was a better challenge, right? Because over the course of a week, quite a lot of like not so awesome things can happen or get thrown in your way. And I figured that if a day was easy, then an entire week would be much, much harder and like nearly impossible, right? Because like bad things happen in a week. So like surely during that week, like I'd get a really big unexpected bill or somebody would irritate me or just like life would get in the way. But this is me talking, right? So <laughs> that afternoon, I told everyone about my week of awesome. I was irritatingly loud and cheerful about it. I was encouraging like everyone around me to live their own week of awesome because clearly I was terrified about this and I wanted to drag a bunch of other people along with me other than rather than just like get on with the whole thing. But like not surprisingly, nobody joined me in that week of awesome. It was like just me and a bunch of people being like, yeah, good luck with that, Michelle. Mm -hmm, yep. And so the next morning I woke up, sadly still no supermodel body and boobs that were in my armpits. And I decided to start day one of the week of awesome, right? Because I'm me, that one day didn't count in the, in the week. I had to like start the week at zero. So by the end of day one, I was still feeling pretty good because it was all like pretty easy to do. And by day two, I started to feel decidedly superior and amazing at how good of a plan this was because not only could I choose happiness, but I was a super mega choose happiness overachiever. Like, go me. I was making this happen, right? And then there was day three, which was like not that good. And so all the good cheer had kind of like started to dissipate. And I'll be gonna be honest, I wasn't exactly sure how long I could keep up with the smiling and the pretending like all was awesome. But I decided to persevere. And this is a challenge after all. And I am nothing if not up for a challenge pretty much all the time. So by day four, I was having to fight the urge to swim in that negativity soup more often than I would honestly care to admit. But like I persevered, right? A challenge is a challenge, and woe betide me if I fail it. And so not surprisingly, by the end of the week, I did make it rather imperfectly, but I did make it through the week of awesome. And reflecting back on that week, like what happened in an actual sense was pretty much unremarkable. Work was work. Kids were kids. Like lunch was lunch and my frizzy hair was still frizzy and untamable. But what I learned is that what happened to me on the inside was actually a real transformation. I wouldn't say at that point it was 100%, but I could feel it starting to happening. 
I stopped complaining quite as much. And I also started realizing how much energy I was spending complaining. I stopped procrastinating quite as much. I stopped feeling so frustrated and useless. I definitely stopped whining. I ate a lot less crappy food. And I started to feel like I no longer needed the warm, enveloping softness of a bowl of negativity soup to comfort my battered soul. I can't say that that week changed everything. I can say that I learned that while happiness as a concept is not necessarily a choice, it can become a default so that you're not spending all your time complaining. You're not spending all your time being negative. You're not spending all your time thinking about how crappy and miserable everything is. And so in a way, while I wasn't choosing like bounce off the walls, pink and sparkly happiness, I was choosing to just think of things in a different way. And maybe this a little bit goes back to the gratitude thing, but it was more about kind of stopping the thoughts as I had them. So when I found myself wanting to complain or wanting to wallow in self-pity or wanting to be negative, be like, nope, Michelle, this is the week of awesome. We're choosing happiness. Did I necessarily choose happy? No, but I chose to stop the negativity. Maybe that means I chose neutrality. I don't know. But I, I definitely didn't, I didn't allow myself to indulge in that horrible negative place that I had been indulging in for so long. Now, of course, you feel the feels. And if you have a condition like anxiety or depression, this is a hard thing to do. Now, I'm fortunate that I, I don't have those conditions. And so maybe it was a little bit easier for me to choose not to indulge in those things. But I realized that I had the power to change how I think about things and how I feel about things and move them to a better place. And that was an incredibly powerful realization. But let's all remember that I'm still me. So I decided that a week (laughs) was clearly too easy to achieve, which is why I managed it. And so surely this plan would not work over a month, right? Because 30 days, 31 days is a really sustained, like long time to try to be happy or at least not try to be miserable. Let's call it that for what it is. But I'm sure you know how this story goes, which is that I made it through the month. Again, it was imperfect. Again, occasionally I took a little bit of a a toe dipping into the misery soup. Again, like nothing earth shattering happened. I'm like still waiting on the perky boobs, to be honest. The month itself was not easy, but nor was it as hard as I kind of thought it would be. Because what I learned was that choosing happiness or choosing awesome is basically a habit. It's a habit. So the more I did it, the easier it got for me to do. I wasn't like chanting. I wasn't lighting candles. I wasn't practicing mindfulness or like eating a lot of kale or I wasn't sort of doing anything in the day-to-day that was all that different, right? I really wasn't. I just decided every day when I woke up that I would wake up and make that day an awesome day. It would just be a good day. I would, that's it. I wasn't going to have the most amazing, greatest day of my life. I was just going to have a good day. And I use the word awesome because I'm stuck in the 80s. So I also, at the same time as I decided to take on the 30-day challenge of doing this, a month-long challenge, I also decided to take it one day at a time. So that if one day my resolve to have a good day or feel or be awesome waned a little, you know what? That was totally okay because the next morning I was going to wake up again and make that decision again 
to have a good day and to have an awesome time. I didn't beat myself up about it. I didn't hold myself to an unreasonable measure. I didn't have any unbelievable expectations of what might happen or who might turn up in my life. Just woke up, decided it was going to be a good day to have a good day, and then I just lived my life. And the month of awesome, (laughs) because I'm me, then became the year of awesome. And by the time I got to the end of every day, week, month, and then year, I actually realized how that one like simple tweak in my thinking actually had two effects. Simply waking up in the morning being like, yep, today's a good day to have a good day. And then if it wasn't a good day, I'd find ways to pull myself up mentally. Now, this isn't ignoring that sometimes days are crap and life is crap and things are horrible. It's simply going... In the main, on the whole, on average, whatever you want to use, I'm going to have more good days than bad days. I'm going to choose to start from a place of a good day. So that tweak had a couple of effects. One is that I was a much actually happier person. I was calmer. I was more productive. I really did choose happiness, or at the very least, I chose not misery, which if that's where you've got to start one from, that's, that's where you've got to start from. The second effect, which I did not anticipate even vaguely, was that being so irritatingly vocal about all this awesomeness and choosing happiness stuff started to have a major impact on my family and my friends as well. So I started using those hashtag lifetime of awesome or hashtag week of awesome or whatever, and people started to take notice and ask me about it. And before long, I started to see them posting using the same hashtags or referencing me. And now many years later, like this was several years ago, that still happens. Like I will get a text from a friend which says like, I just applied for a promotion at work, hashtag week of awesome or whatever. It still happens. Like not infrequently, which is amazing. And I realized that happiness awesomeness or not misery is contagious. When you look at somebody choosing to live their best days and therefore their best lives and really leaving a, leading a pretty normal life, you kind of can't help but be affected by that. We notice people who are happier than us. We notice people who are calmer than us. We notice when we are all drama town and they are not. Your life does not have to be full of glittery tapping shoes and traveling on private jets in order to be happy. You can choose every day of your life to have an awesome day or a happy day or just a not miserable day, even if what you're doing is perfectly normal. You're folding laundry, you're commuting to work, or in this day and age, not commuting to work, you are doing dishes, whatever. Awesome days lead to awesome weeks which lead to awesome months, which lead to awesome years, which then leads you to an awesome lifetime. You don't need to be all Dafka about it like I am and do a 30-day challenge or a 21-day challenge or even a seven-day challenge. You don't need to do it like at all. The challenge is to get through one day and wake up that one day and go, I'm not expecting it to rain glitter on my head. I'm just going to have a good day. And maybe that good day is going to be mundane and uninteresting and unexciting, particularly if you're stuck in ISO, but I'm going to have a good day. I'm just going to change my thinking on this. 
And I realize that it sounds kind of simple. The key is not to chase incredible, amazing happiness. The key is to just choose that today is going to be a good day. Doesn't mean hard stuff's not going to happen, but it's still going to be a good day. And I can absolutely tell you that I still lead a lifetime of awesome for that very reason. People who know me now versus people who knew me when I was younger can absolutely see and feel the difference. People who know me now don't understand why other people will describe me as negative. I used to be a pretty negative person. Side note to that, people often mistake sarcasm for negativity. They're not the same thing. Sarcasm is funny as hell. Negativity is exhausting. So there's your challenge for the week. Pick a day, any day. Just have a good day. See if you can make it awesome. Don't expect the fairies to come by. Just pull yourself up every time you find yourself dipping a little toe in uh, negativity soup. It's not a fun place to be. Honestly, it's really not. Even if it comes with crusty bread. On that note, may we be happy. May we be healthy. May we be safe. And may we be at peace.